everyone and welcome back i know it's been a while but welcome back to a brand new episode of dead men talk in what i've decided is going to be the final series but let's not let's not dwell on that at the minute let's get let's get into it and I, i've got some fantastic guests to bring you um and the first one who's with me today many reasons really that I, there's there's a couple of particular reasons I, I wanted to get this this gentleman on but and then it kind of developed into more reasons to bring him on um he's an artist who has worked on or worked with some of the most iconic characters of my childhood and a lot of others who I know will probably be watching this um through to something a lot more current which which is very very interesting that we'll get on in a bit um, and he's also from Devon as well, which just kind of, you know, rounded off. Uh, welcome to the show, John Paul Bove. How are you, sir? Hello there. I'm good. Thank you. Yes. Cool. Cool. Nice it's... to virtually see you. I know. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Just literally a few miles down the road. We could have done this in person, really, but we could have, yeah. You know, never mind. I haven't quite gone over into that. I launched this in COVID and I've kind of just stuck with it. Plus, I'm I'm used to having people a lot further away, so this is this is a bit mm-hmm. odd. But yeah, welcome. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic to have you here. Um, Representing the South Devon Massive, absolutely, absolutely, and and a great showcase of the talent we've got here. As as people will soon see when we get into talking about your work, and it's one of the great things I think since I've been doing this podcast and looking at the, you know, people from the artistic realm. I never really know how to kind of encompass it, but there's so much down here, you know, and so, you know, musicians and, you know, actors and that through to guys like yourself who, you know, artists, um, how, how do you, um, how, how do you come, what, what do you kind of call yourself? Because uh, I've seen artists, you're also a colorist. Is there, what, what's the main differences between them? Is yeah. There well, yeah, there's, there's, so primarily most of my work has been, as either colorist or writer okay um so and colorist by a significant margin has been most of my work so um in comic books you've got penciler and then an inker and then a colorist and a letterer so you've kind of got it in stages so uh because the rate at which a comic book has to come out is actually an enormous amount of work to come out monthly Mm. so one person could never get 20 odd pages done a month if they were doing everything so effectively it's split up into a almost like a production line mm. um so the way that i and a right yeah so so i've generally been at either the beginning or the end of that scale so i've either written the story or i'm coloring the story so that the colorist will get it after the the writer's written it the pencil has penciled it and the inker has inked it um so the pencils might be rough the inker then kind of tidies it up and makes it all purely black and white and then the colorist comes in and does does their job so i describe the colorist as kind of like the cinematographer yeah um so you're deciding on the mood um you know is it daytime nighttime is it dramatic is it uh dreamy is it um you know so effectively Uh. you're setting up the lighting rig um and the color palette and all that kind of stuff so you're um yeah uh, but because you're at the end of the stage you're usually the one that's getting left to hit the deadline because everybody else has <laughs> missed theirs um and there's just oh, you yeah. left it's like oh yeah remember remember how you had a month to do this well now you've got you know like eight days Brilliant. um so um, everyone else can take their time you know get it right and boom you know. yeah so ah. so um but yeah so that's so i do i mean i, I do artwork for 
like myself you know like conventions and things like that i do stuff that i've drawn myself but i'm not mm. um my stuff isn't very comic booky okay uh it tends to be kind of i, I quite like doing art deco and um yeah. things like that so i tend to do you know i've done like transformers and turtles and yeah yeah star trek in an art deco kind of style um so so yeah that's already what we've been going probably five minutes if that you've taught me a lot already i never knew there was that many people involved i just assumed you know it was down to one person i mean do you go i when i've sort of seen or read about you know comic book artists now it almost looks like they're referencing one person so i guess it's it's easy to to come up with that it, perception yeah it tends to it tends to, and i think as a kid i mean I, when i was sat reading my you know transformers comics with um yeah, and, and dreaming about who these people were and what this what it was yeah. like to work in it. I didn't really understand, you know, I just saw the penciler and assumed that was the they just did everything. Mm. Um and then there was a writer. Um so I kind of got that there were those two parts, but and they would always be the ones that you would get, you know, that naturally it's a bit like with films, you tend to get the director mm-hmm. uh and the lead actor, generally the ones that you know, but like could yeah. you name the writer? Yeah, Could you name the person not. that did the music or the, you know, and the director of photography in um, uh, most of those films is it does ninety percent of the look of yeah. it, but they you rarely know their name. So, um, so yeah, but it's but in comic books is very much a collaborative medium, mm-hmm. so you can't really, you know, you need everybody, yeah, um, to to make that the you know a shared yeah vision in a way, yeah. And I, just having it in my head there with your analogy with, with the films and stuff, you can actually even piece together is exactly the same then because you have all these credit reel at the end that nobody really sits around and reads them unless you're interested in a particular part. I mean, I guess I, I've known musicians yeah. who they know who does the music and films because that's what they look out for and things yeah. like that. So I guess if you're looking for certain um, certain parts of the process, you, you may recognise that. But, um, wow. Well, thank you for that insight. That's brilliant. Let's... um. Let's wind it back just before we kind of yeah, you know, yeah. to, to kick off. Let's let's so um where did it all begin with you then? It's it's a very broad question I like to ask my guests to kind of open up yeah. where did this journey start? Um go back as far as you can to to where it kind of the kernel of the idea came to you to, that you wanted to be involved in this kind of thing. Um well I cannot remember I cannot remember a time where I wasn't drawing. Um, I loved drawing uh, as a kid. I loved making my own comic books and my own stories, inventing my own characters and things like that. Mm. Um, and it never it never occurred to me that there was a job in no. there at all. I don't know. I, I just it seemed like something that other people could do and that and and I just consumed it. Mm. Um and then there was a certain point, I think, in my teens where um i thought um i'm not very good at drawing because i would look at other people's art particularly in comics and go Mm. well i can't do that Mm. uh and i kind of gave up uh and but i'd always been telling stories so kind of my 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 brain went well i'm gonna write i'm gonna Mm. write things um and i think uh, i don't know what age i was probably about 17 i wrote a um um a spec script uh for deep space nine 
Okay. Which I I sent off to the um to Paramount because you were allowed to do those things in those days. I had to get my <laughs> my parents to to sign the release form because I was yeah. too young to have to do that. Uh, it was like in hindsight, the script was absolute garbage. But right. but it was that thing of I was teaching myself to write screenplays. Um, I loved uh, film and TV. I'd kind of moved to film and TV as as my main inspiration. I wanted to. I really really wanted to write. Um, for film and TV. Mm. Um, I did a degree in something that had absolutely nothing to do with art. And I kind of like, you know, and then what happened was um, Transformers came back mm-hmm. in comics. Yeah. And I happened to be away somewhere and I picked up the first issue and I thought, all right, well, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep going. Yeah. I might as well keep going. I used to love this. I'll keep going. Um, and started picking up the comics. And at the same time, I realized a lot of the people I really admired in television were writing comics there was people okay. like joe straczynski who wrote for babylon 5 was doing spider-man and rising stars and things like that uh and uh joss whedon who you know was doing buffy at the time yeah. was doing buffy comics and x-men and that kind of led me down a bit of a rabbit hole and i thought oh okay um there's something here mm. there's something here. i'm enjoying the kind of storytelling you can do in comics that you can't do mm. on, on film and TV. Yeah. Um, and the local comic bookshop had a, a group that met every two weeks, I think. And the idea was literally just to meet up with like-minded people and, um, you know, produce stories and stuff. Okay. Um, and there was a Bristol Comic-Con and the idea was to have some a comic out by then. Mm. Uh, and what happened was I was happy writing. I drew as well. Uh, but I started to meet people who were really, really, really good at comic book art. And I thought, well, I'm, you know, I I know where my strengths are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'll let them draw. Uh, but I wanted to do, tell the stories in colour. Uh, and I thought, well, I don't know anyone who's a colourist. Um, so I guess I'll teach myself. Wow. Um, so I sat there with Photoshop that I'd never used um, and got tutorials and, and various bits of bobs and, and um yeah just it took me just like a day to produce one panel uh the beginning um but yeah i just i got more and more into that and uh working on and then people would ask me to work on their stuff and um yeah so that was that was the beginning really that's that's one of those stories that you kind of just everyone wants to happen to them if i'm honest is like you you find something that you 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 want to do that you love to do and you find a way into it and you can literally teach yourself. I'm, I mean, I'm 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 guessing it's evolved over time. You know, you've obviously taught oh, yes. yourself a lot over over the course of the, the the time since then. But but that's very that's a great way of saying you got into it. That's literally yeah, I found the gap in the market and I decided to teach myself how to fit into it. I mean, that's. Yeah, and and then it was it was doing fan stories for there was there was an online community was doing um, Transformers little one page things that I was I was writing them I was coloring them from other people, um, and a few of those guys started to get breaks doing comic books, mm. um, and they I'd worked with them and they were like, well, you know, this guy can color my stuff really well. Let's give him a chance. Right. And that was it. And that's that's why I say I've sort of most of my time has been colouring books. Mm. Um colouring books sounds like a very basic <laughs> thing, but um but yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, and then and then some writing as well. 
has, has, wow. has come from that. So that's fantastic. No, well done. Well done. So where, where did that, once you got to the point that you, you were like, okay, I found my, my little bit that all the bits that I can do, what was the big, the big step then? What, 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 what sort of put you, where did it start changing for you with that? And, you know, turn, turn around and told you actually, I could probably look at doing this for a living. Um, it's tricky. There's, there's sort of like there's three, probably three, three or four like main markers, I would say. So okay. the, the first one was just getting my first comic book at all, mm. uh, which I was one of those ones where you'll get a share of the profits. And I was pretty sure it was never going to make any profit, but I was just really pleased to have done the book. Yeah. Um. So uh, that was like my first credit. And that first credit just gave me that when I would approach someone else, I could say, I have published work. So yeah. to me, that was like, without that, nothing else happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, it was a couple of things came once. I, um, it was, um, I got to do some Godzilla covers. Um, IDW, which is the company uh, that, that was doing them, they had this initiative where if you bought a certain number of books, mm. um, this is the comic book shops, you could, you could have your comic book shop being stomped by Godzilla. <laughs> so uh, cool. uh, uh, as the front cover. Wow. So as a result, there were a lot of um, covers that were that were done for that, and they needed them to turn around really quick. Okay. And again, so that was my first sort of thing where I got to prove that I could do it the work fast. Yeah. Um, which is a really important skill in the in the thing. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, that led to bits and pieces really. So the, I would say the 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 big. I mean, I, I I did a few pages of a Doctor Who book that was running a bit behind um and then it all sort of it kind of all happened at once where where i describe being an artist as feast and famine that you either end up with more than you can possibly cope <laughs> with or nothing at all yeah um and it, it was a point where there was a um they announced i think it was at san diego comic-con that they were going to do a transformers book that was the original uk writer who wrote mm. it up until 1991 Okay. One of the original artists, who again finished it in 1991, original Inca, but they hadn't announced a colorist. Right. And I am, I'm not a pushy person. I'm terrible at things like networking. Yeah. yeah. I hate approaching people. I, I like doing the work. I like doing I, the I, work. I think artists of any ilk, you know, I, uh, I, I, I write, um, or I did do a few years ago. That was the yeah. worst thing. You, we can't sell ourselves. Yeah. I think it's the hardest thing to do. So yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, but this was the only time where I've I've e I emailed the editor in chief who I had I met him at this point. I think I might have met him a couple of times and said hello. He's a lovely guy. Um, but I said, look, uh, and again, he, even in the 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 typical self-deprecating way, it was like, look, I realize there's probably you may already have someone, there's probably a million people you could call upon that you know really well, but I cannot stress enough how much this would mean to me uh and how hard i would work for it and all that kind of stuff um and you know i just i'll put it out there i'll yeah. put it out there and then whatever happens happens yeah and he said it's kind of basically up to the the artist who he's happy to work with and i went okay fair enough well we'll just see um and over time i kind of got to know him a little bit better and then i was at a convention uh and he said um oh i've said to them i want you <laughs> and I'm like, what? You, you what now? What you what? You you do what now? Um, 
and I didn't know that. I didn't know he obviously in his he'd already decided in his head, but I he I had no idea. For, forgot I, that you didn't know or something. Um so so I mean there was still quite a lot of kind of hurdles to go through between mm. then and it actually kicking off. But um I that for me was the beginning really where everything kicked off. So because yeah. I, I did that within I was doing conventions. I was I did a talk at a convention about colouring. And then one of the guys who attended that um said, oh, I've just been tasked to draw a turtles book. Um, but I don't think I'm gonna have enough time to do the colouring and actually I'd really like you to do it. So I was like, oh awesome, okay. Um <laughs> and then at that same convention um that he said he wanted me to do that, I put in a portfolio review because I still find it very hard to meet editors and things like that so I thought yeah. well, I'll just I'll go for a portfolio review uh, and the editor from 2000 AD um, said you know we normally have a couple of colorists that do everything for us so we don't have a lot of opportunity but your stuff's really good could you start doing something for us on Monday now that never happens that's the story you want to be true absolutely um, but never happens yeah. um, and so suddenly I was there with three books <laughs> Um, uh, you know, all at the same time. I'm like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> Am I allowed to swear on the podcast? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, holy shit. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, and I still still had a full-time job at, right. at this point as well. So I'm just kind of like, it was, uh, yeah, there was, there was a few years there I was I was running at uh, like 100 and, 110 hours a week, kind of, sort of. Um, it was, it was rough. But um, but yeah, and that that particularly the the um, you know the transform stuff really just just sort of um, you know, and that that I think we're now looking at twelve years since since I did like my first Transformers thing. Wow. Um, and I've been pretty consistently working on something Transformers related. That's cool. Um, you know, for over a decade. That's that's amazing. So what was you you know thinking back to that day then when you came away from that convention with all of that going on how, how do you you know what what did you, did you just sit down have a quiet moment try to digest it what what are you thinking then how do you attack well, that i think to be honest it, it it very quickly became that i was so tired and so i didn't i mean when, when i was you know because people often say oh, it must be lovely doing what you love mm. you know and i, and I kind of go well yes except and godzilla was the the perfect example of this where there were so many things to be done. I was doing something else at the same time. And I can remember um, getting up, not having time to get dressed or have a shower. So I just literally got up and started to work. Right. And I can remember being sat there in my dressing gown thinking, if I can just get two more pages done, I'll treat myself and go for a pee. <laughs> like that's that's like workhouse conditions. That's yeah, like yeah. slavery. Yeah. But it was that thing of like this, I don't have time to think about it. So at that when it sort of kicked off, I didn't have time to think about it. Mm. The minute I got the Transformers one, I felt I was like I'm working with 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 a writer who I absolutely loved, admired, uh, and am inspired by an artist who I used to spend my days tr like copying yeah. his stories and stuff. And then that's where I really started to understand where the Inca came in because once I could see all the stages of their work, I'm like, oh okay, I didn't realize how much of what I was copying was also like the Inca's work. Okay. Um, because I didn't appreciate that. I didn't really understand what no. that, that role was. Um, 
so yeah and i just you know i have you can't see them because i've had to turn the lights off in this room <laughs> um but there's like i've got like multiple folders full of the old, old marvel uk transformers comics oh wow with all this stuff in. and then in my bookshelves you know on the on the spine of every book is you know Furman, the writer you know wildman baskerville and i was like i remember when i finally got told i was going to do it and i looked over at my bookcase and i'm like one day there's going to be a trade paperback in there and it's going to have my name on it as well uh, uh, with them like with them yeah uh, and that was um so no it was it's a dream that i haven't it's never stopped being a dream come true and every time yeah. i think well that's that's it over now mm. something else comes along <laughs> where i'm like i wasn't expecting that you know i got to do the artwork for a toy box um yeah. you know um and yeah, different bits and bobs that popped up along the the, the way. You just think, well, I, I can't believe I'll never get you know. Yeah. Nothing can excel this one thing that I've just done. Yeah, yeah. And then somehow there's something that's like you Trump's never imagined up. was possible pops along, you know, six months later. Yeah. So just keeps going. I I I can imagine it's it's quite difficult knowing you know you worked on so much. Let's take Transformers, uh, for a moment. Um, mm. to give us an idea of some of the some of the more kind of well-known stuff if there is anything that stands out of what you've done that people may you know the fans may know more than others if there's um, just, well there, there's a there's a couple of things so um that almost by accident possibly uh, most of the stuff that i've done has been um in transformation stuff has been stuff that harks back to the classic okay stuff so regeneration one which i did was the continuation of the original book so it was literally the original book it did have an ending but it was very sudden mm -hmm. um so we got to kind of do another 22 issues that kind of told that story to the end okay um and then i was like okay well well that was that was that mm -hmm. we've, we've said the end, and then um was it a couple of years ago or pre pre-pandemic um they announced that they were going to do sort of a prequel series which was that kind of tied in at the beginning so okay. i actually got to do that in a style just like the old books with all the kind of like the dots oh, rather than wow. like solid colors yeah um which was um a bit like forensic comic booking because I'd, <laughs> I'd scan in scan in the old stuff the biggest possible was i could see what the dots were and okay. how what they overlapped with to get that particular color of gray or whatever wow. um so a lot of it was the, the the kind of that classic stuff. Um, so I've done some of the more modern as well, but I'm mainly known for doing a lot of the the kind of uh, not exactly retro, but stuff that looks back. Yeah. And then uh, the the one that kind of there's a a series called the Definitive Generation One Collection, which was released by um, Hachette, mm -hmm. uh, and that was pretty much everything Transformers that never been published in one of those artwork oh, okay. style yeah, collections. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, uh, just again, you think, okay, my journey's over with, with this now. <laughs> um, but there was about 400 pages, I think, of, of Marvel UK Transformers stuff that was in black and white that had okay. never been coloured back in the day. To save money, right. some of the pages were black and white in the comic and they'd never been coloured up. So suddenly... It was hey, there's we want to color up 400 pages of the original stuff from the wow. original book, and I'm like, 
So, so again, I got to work on the artwork of people who I'd grown up with that I would never have imagined, you know, and I used to sit there with crayons trying to color them in. Yeah. Right. Know, yeah. Back in the day, um, ruined some of my, and now you're being trusted to, you know, yeah. produce a real thing. That's amazing. Um, and then, and then, if not skipping ahead, or I don't know if it's, but then last year, being asked, do you want to do Transformer stamps for Royal Mail? There we go. Let's 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 bring it to the main event. I mean, this was this was what got my attention and and got me to know who you were and sort of piece it all yeah. together because you you um you stumbled on a few of the. Uh, the local newspapers ran here um yeah because you're from Devon and, and not for one of my many crimes so that <laughs> no <laughs> absolutely not no you'll be you'll be remembered in infamy for something else now but um but so yeah so just to kind of fill in the gaps with the relevance for this in my story yeah. I suppose is um a few weeks ago I was sending a couple of cards a couple of letters old school actually going to the post office yeah and uh, buying the postage and the uh, lady behind the desk said, oh, would you like one of the Transformers stamps? And I was like, yeah, what? Didn't know what they were. Oh, I was like, of course. So she, yeah. she looked at me, she gave me a choice between Optimus Prime and, um, oh God, I'm going to show my ignorance here. Megatron, is it? Megatron, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where my, my transform, I'll come back to one of the things you've done and you'll see why I was big yeah, on something yeah. else. So she gave me a choice, and I was like, "Well, it's got to be Megatron, isn't it? I'm, I'm one that always backs a villain." To be fair, and she said, "Yeah, I thought I thought you'd go for that. You looked the type." She, she had the measure of you. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that meant. I don't really know how to take that, but I was like, "Wow, there's Transformers stamps out there. It's fantastic." And then a, a news story came across on my newsfeed uh, that showed you as uh, one of the guys behind them, and the fact one of this most. Apart from their being transformers, one of the special things about these is they are probably going to be one of the last, if not the last, set of stamps to um, be produced with Her Majesty the Queen's head on them. Yeah. I mean, all of that. So let's let's sort of scale it back before we get to that kind of historic mm -hmm. part, is 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 when you were told about that this would be a thing, you know. So yeah. so what were your thoughts? How did that come about? Was it just simply them coming to you and say, just like you just said, well, how about something else? No, so so again, well, it's one of those things where, it's, so again, just thinking about, I thought my tr journey with Transformers was about to end because I'd at the time. I'm not quite sure exactly the time, but but basically, IDW that that has the Transformers license um, had just lost the license, so mm. they they basically were only going to produce Transformers comics until the end of this year. Okay, and I was like, okay, well, I don't know where it's going to go next. I don't know if they'll. If I'll get to work for them or not, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of thinking that was that, and then I got a, a message kind of out from from one of the people at Hasbro, which is who makes Transformers, and said, "There's this project, and um, can I pass your details onto them?" And I'm like, "Yes," <laughs> but he couldn't say what it was, and I'm like, "Okay, risky then, right. and they really, but you got to trust them." Well, I, 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 tr I trust. I absolutely <laughs> trusted uh, um, uh, this guy, so I was like, "Well, we'll find out." And I was like, "What could it be?" Yeah, I couldn't figure out what it was. And then, then I got a, a message, and it said, "You need to sign this non-disclosure agreement." Okay. And I'm like, okay. And the non-disclosure agreement had Royal Mail on it. Okay. And I'm like, could this be like? <laughs> it couldn't. It couldn't actually be, could it? Like, it wouldn't be. It couldn't be. Um, okay. And then, um, and then uh, um, Andrew Wildman and Stephen Baskin, so again, the the, um, two, the pencil and inker, mm -hmm. it, um, 
were, you know, all of a sudden we were on a group call and it was, look, we are looking to do uh, transformer stamps. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what? this is awesome. And they're like, yeah, and they were like, but you know, because the um, raw mail stamps have got to have a British component to it, yeah. and a huge part of the Transformers comics was British writers, British yeah. artists. Um, and never knew that you know, by the way, until I until I read about it. Never knew that, so I didn't know there was a British yeah. like that. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So I mean, I've not to discount any of the Americans in there as well, but but you know, um, a lot of what the uh, the British contribution to Transformers is still sort of the legacy still lives on. Mm. Um, and yeah, so so we had this meeting and, and it was, you know, it, they were kind of like, well, look, you know, we've got to have Optus Prime and Megatron. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these are the pairings we're thinking about. What do you think? You know, and, and of the three of us, um, you know, I was very much the one that grew up with it. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, well, you know, <laughs> You know, little the the sort of, you know, my 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 I I wore my um, nerd colours proudly because it's like <laughs> if you're going if you're going to have Swoop, um, the Dinobot in this, he does appear in two different colours depending on whether it's the cartoon <laughs> or the comic. So you will have to. So you know, you kind of have these things where where you you know you just and also um, you know, because you want the end thing to be loved by as many yeah. people as possible. Yeah. Um, and people that grew up with the comics, people that grew up with the cartoon, mm. they're not the same thing. They kind right. of got their own storylines. Anyway, so so yeah, it was great because you know it was like, um, yeah, what sorts of where do you think they should be? You know, what what environment should they be in? You know, so so we got to have quite a lot of input into, you know, to where they'd be set. Mm. And 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 again, for me, I was like, look, you know, do you want it? Because they didn't really know how they wanted them to look. Okay. And I'm like, do you want it old school? Mm. Uh, do you want it modern? Do you want a combination of the two? Mm. You know, um, my feeling was to make them, you know, one's one's a jungle, one's in a sort of a rocky desert, one's at night, one's in space. Yeah. You know, um, so it was like trying to find so they would all feel different. Mm-hmm. Um and stuff like that. So and then and then there were you know things you have to be mindful of, like you know you can't have. I don't know if you can't or not, but we were kind of discouraged from doing things that involve people pointing guns at other people. I can understand that. Probably. So so yeah. there's a lot there's a lot of kind of holding guns in a slightly oblique yeah, yeah. kind of angle stuff. Um, and that was it really. So so um, yeah, we got to have quite a lot of kind of say and That's and cool. and and control over it in a way i mean it was it seems like it would be easy but it was actually like preposterously hard work really? um, okay. because it has literally they have to be approved by the queen that's insane isn't it? so every single stamp well up until her passing obviously yeah. um ha- uh, has to be approved by the monarch okay. so so it was like it was all about getting it to be perfect and and meet the needs everything else uh, and I like to think because realistically, her grandchildren are about my age. Yeah. So I imagine they must have had Transformers was, in the I house. was going to say, do you think she was a fan or at least there should have been within the family somewhere? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, she, you know, she approved them. I'm, I'm told it was a swift approval. So, <laughs> um, and um, 
yes so but it was like when they when they said oh yeah you know blah blah because blah, we when, when the queen looks at them and i went <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they went no 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 the queen will the queen has to approve them and they're going way okay, and all of a sudden all right. so here you are you you thought your journey had ended and it'd take this epic turn somewhere that you didn't think yeah it was going to and go. i could not say anything i couldn't say anything for a year until they till they were sort of initially yeah. announced. even the convention i was at they didn't even announce who the artists what the art looked like right or the artist until the second day of the convention so i still had people come up to me going well have you seen those stamps <laughs> they look really nice and they're going yes yes I, I, will you be getting a set <laughs> probably we'll pick up a set yeah. <laughs> um so so yeah it was um i take non-disclosure really really seriously yeah, of course, yeah. so i was just kind of like kind of, oh, what to tell you i want to tell everyone <laughs> um and then yeah it, it kind of went bonkers when um uh, when it got announced it was on the bbc news and yeah. and also and, and incredibly for something involving my art they actually had our names on it that's brilliant because half the time it's like they're releasing transformer stamps and then they, and then you never actually get any credit anywhere no. like, oh my goodness they've actually lit my name is that's, that's he's on all of this cool. and, and, and it's on all the not? stamps as well is it it's yeah on I'm, the booklets i'm waiting for so i've got one on order i'm waiting for for, for them to arrive so i was hoping there would be some kind of reference that's yeah. that's really good i mean that's got to be good good you know for you to know that they are whereas like we were talking about earlier on you know people's individual roles and that may get overlooked you know in the grand scheme of things but something as 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 historic as especially now you know you you you've got that mark on there well th this is the thing that's made my mum proudest mm. like <laughs> in 12 years this is the thing um yeah and people who've never read a comic in their life have heard about the, the stamps yeah and you know and, and said well congratulations and you know uh, and whatnot so that's it's really exciting to to have my work seen mm. it by different people in a different way yeah and appreciated in a different way um it is again properly exciting yeah and just i couldn't have imagined that you, yeah. I couldn't have guessed that I'd be doing stamps for Royal no. Mail in a billion years. No. Not in a billion. And and just sort of the timing of it, the next aspect of it, like I mentioned, where it might actually be one of the the last, I don't know if, they yeah. know if it is officially or whatever, but I, obviously just the timing of that and 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 the Queen passing away added a new yeah. aspect of um you know how you how you would encompass it. I would I would think it's exciting, you know, under odd circumstances. Yeah, it's, but it, it, yeah it's kind of I, I think it's just one of those things that, that it's like it's, not, it's more just like a realization of of, of just a fact in a mm. way because it wasn't until someone said all oh, these might be the last ones yeah it's um, not something you set I, out to I, do I, is it obviously you know? no 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 exactly and, and i mean you know regardless they're the last ones that came out in her lifetime um yeah. you know whatever that comes out afterwards so yeah um but no i, I think it's yeah i mean i'm very proud to have done them mm. uh and i still still unreal i mean my dad was a postman as well so it's kind of like it See, felt yeah. weirdly right um that that um and, and somehow more of an honor to have done yeah. it in a way that i can't quite explain yeah um fate works in no. odd ways doesn't it it's that's that's just one of those things that kind of brings your family history full circle in a way yeah you know yeah so so this might be the end now of my transport journey so i really i have nothing on the horizon if, if it was if it was would you be happy any regrets 
at all about sort of anything no, you've done? I, th- done? I think I would have loved to have written uh, more for, for Transforce. I only got to write one comic um, and it was sort of a very, it was a piece of something larger that I wanted to do. Okay. And I only ever got to do the piece. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd love, I'd love to write something okay. um, more and actually tell a complete, story even if it's just a mini series um beyond that no i've got no regrets about anything that i did do um i i in in the time that i was have been working on it um i've got to you know do conventions in in you know because of transports new york Mm. um san diego and los angeles um sweden germany um you know ireland um wales scotland um i'm sure there are other oh um malta the malta there's that there's that loads of places i've been to which i couldn't have done had it not been for uh for transformers i've made incredible friendships some of the people i've worked with are like family to me yeah um yeah it's 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 mostly been you know that some of it has been ridiculously hard work yeah you know yeah. there's not there, there were definitely days where the, the the pace of the work was brutal yeah um and i always say this that transformers takes me three times longer than anything else okay. to do because if you've got a person mm. you know if, I, if i'm drawing me mm. well this this color's gonna be you know a flesh color of you know a yeah. sort and then my clothes are whatever my clothes need to be. Yeah. If you're Spider Man, you got effectively three colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, blue, reds, and then and then flesh color. And if you're Spider Man, yeah. nothing. You don't even have that. Uh, with a Transformer, it's like right, okay. Well, here's Optimus Prime, and he's these bits are blue, these bits are red, this bit's grey. His eyes have to be a particular color. <laughs> You've got to get all the right bits in the right sequence. Yeah. And then there's Megatron, who's this color. So, so even just to do a panel with you know five characters on mm. is a lot of reference and because you've got a lot of angles yeah it's there's effort involved and they're shiny yeah. so you've got to like render in the show so you wouldn't do transformers unless you love it uh and a lot of people have either drawn or color transformers and they've just given up they, they right. do it for a bit now no, i'm done because unless you love it yeah you're not willing to do the hours on it so so um so no, I'm I'm a I, I I feel genuinely blessed to have done the stuff that I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that it isn't over, but if it is, I, I yeah, I, I I had the time of my life on it. Cool. Well, let's let's hope it's not for for all the fans out there. I must admit, I I grew up with with the cartoon. I, I was never really I wasn't a comic book reader collector when I was younger. Transformers was definitely there. It was on the TV. I had a few of the toys, you know, I had that that kind of interest in mm-hmm. it. One of the things I want to touch on before we finish, though, yeah. I see that you have done is, and you've briefly mentioned it, uh, the Turtles. That was, yeah, my, yeah. that was my big thing when I was a kid. So I'm very, very interested in, in knowing a little bit more in the time that allows. So what have you worked on? Briefly how that kind of, you know, slotted in, but, but yeah, sort of the kind of things that you've worked on and that with that. Yeah, so so the main stuff was um, so the the IDW Turtles comics are kind of like their own continuity, mm. um, and I got to write uh, not write I coloured a comic on um, about Fugitoid, 
um, if you remember Fugitoid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, completely, completely disconnected from that, um, there was uh, a comic that based on the not not Rise of the Turtles, whatever the most recent was, the one before that was just called Teenage Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, that was was that twenty I want to say I want to say 2012, but I think that was I think it was later than that. Okay. Um anyway, um and an editor was looking for writers and and asked said, Oh, do we do we to, to various eyes, do you know anybody that can do like comedy and action type stuff? Yeah. Um and someone very kindly suggested me and I sent in a couple of samples uh and again um I thought I do not have a cat in hell's chance of this <laughs> um and I knew some of the other people who had also had their names before I thought well they right. you know they've been in the industry forever yeah they've done lots of like you know kids friendly comics and whatnot I thought well I'm this is not gonna happen and then to my amazement um there was me and one other guy uh, that they were basically because they said you've you've got the the voice of the show okay um and actually one of the um the story outlines i submitted they said they couldn't use because it was already an episode in production okay um so so that was uh, that was both a great news that i was on the right <laughs> wavelength and b really annoying cuz i had to come up with another idea <laughs> um yeah so i wrote um uh, um a few issues of of the uh, Turtles UK stuff, which I um, it was definitely a struggle in the beginning. I don't think they really knew there was a lot of a lot of hands over everything. Okay, to, yeah, yeah. Trying to, so it so it was um it was definitely um a bit of a struggle at the start. Yeah. Um, but then I got to do a few issues later on, and I really, really, really had a lot of fun yeah. um with those. So uh, yeah, so it wasn't the classic. Um, kind of eighties turtles. No, no, no. Um, but it was the. I must admit, I, I actually, when when it was when it first came up, I thought this cartoon's going to be rubbish. <laughs> um, but you know, I really, I want to, I want to be a writer. You know, I'm a writer. Yeah. This is what I got into. I was so oh, you know, I'll watch a few episodes. Yeah. Um, and try and get the sense of it, and I loved it. Yeah. Thought it was brilliant. I think the whole series is brilliant. And I was like, this is gonna make my life so much easier. Yeah. That that this is something that I genuinely think is is a ton of fun. Yeah. They've all they all feel like different characters. They don't all feel like the same thing. Mm. Um, the story's actually a bit deeper than you would it appears at the beginning. Right. Um, and it's quite rich and quite inventive and quite unexpected. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was like, this is, I could definitely write for this. This is, you know, <laughs> count me in. Oh, no, so, absolutely. so yeah, when I got it, I was happy as Larry. So, and so what I love, nostalgia is, is my thing as well, is you might get a feel for that. Um, 80s, 90s, anything I grew up with. I love the fact there's this, I don't know if it's a resurgence or it's just the fact that these things have just carried on and they've just kept um, evolving over time, you know, and still appealing, appeal to the old fans like us. But also the new generation as well. There's something for everyone, and it's it's, it's My, good news. Yeah, the, the way that I kind of looked at it is, as I feel like we, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 42, so I was mm. born in 1980, mm-hmm. and I feel like that basically anyone born after that point has never had to grow up. <laughs> By which I mean, 
like Transformers is a rare exception where it has never stopped mm. from 1984 until now. Like there's, there's been the odd lull, but it really has never properly stopped. Yeah. Um, but if if you were born in the 70s and whatever you were into in the 70s, once they stopped showing it on the telly, mm. that was it. You couldn't yeah. get it on video. They didn't necessarily get it rerun because they were no. trying to sell a different toy. They stopped selling the toys. Mm. Fast forward a bit. In the 80s, you kind of could at least buy videos of it. Mm. But but if as a teenager, 60s, all of a sudden you had eBay, which meant yeah. you could buy the stuff that you, you know, yeah. you let go of or That's couldn't it. find or it. Missed it out just on like, Do you remember? Yeah. And then you had YouTube where you could watch the old shows and cartoons. And then really, as soon as that happened, mm. you never had to grow up. So if you're into Pokemon when you were five, there's no reason that you can't still love it now. Mm. Um, and um, so I, I feel, again, it's a bit lucky in a way, because, you know, at this point, Turtles is never going to go away. No, You know, He-Man's going to keep coming back. Transformers is never going to go away. There's, they're going to... there'll be there's, Someone will find a way to, yeah. to make it into something else. So, yeah, again, so- it's a unique... I think time of living. Thundercats is the one they need to do something with. That's, that's the missing. Again, they tried. Oh, that god awful! Oh, gee, I didn't like it. Oh no, it. no, no! Not the Which really, really new. About? The really, really new ones. Uh, no, no, the really, really new one. I did not see. No. And, and did not. No, there was one before that. Um, in I don't know, like twenty fifteen or something, or twenty okay. twenty fourteen. Um, and it only lasted one season, uh, but it was great. Sure. Was it, it was really, really good. Yeah. Ah. And it just the toys didn't sell, I don't think, and it just disappeared. But but they did a really good job with that. Really good uh, job. I might, that. I might have to sniff that out. They've been teasing a yeah. film, haven't they, for years now and years. Or if it's just a bit of a fan fiction kind of thing that there's a there's a yeah. film in the works. I would love that. I love that. Yeah. But uh, what a great sentiment to finish on. I think that is fantastic. You've encapsulated exactly the what I feel anyway, yeah, I, I, for the record, I was born in 1984, so exactly within uh-huh. within the, the the run that you're talking about. Yeah, the fact that it, this stuff's still around and I'm trying to pass it on to my kids. Um, my little yeah. boy loves the turtles. Um, I think when he was like 18 months, two years old, I was sat in him, sat him in front of the DVDs I had bought myself of the old, yeah. like 80s, uh, 80s, 90s stuff. So, uh, yeah, 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 no, it's a good time. It's a good time. And, you know, I would say then, you the fact that guys like you are contributing to it, keeping it alive, you know, thank you for all of that. And, uh, you know, I, know I did it's... nothing. I just enjoyed myself. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Listen, last knockings, mate. Um, where can anyone who has been watching this, who wants to find out a bit more about what you do, what you've done, where are you on the interweb? Where can they find you, contact you? Uh, I'm so... I am on things like Instagram and whatnot, but I almost never remember to actually post anything there. Okay. So Twitter, I'm on a reason about. So I'm, I'm at wordmongerer um, on, on Twitter. Uh, and um, on Facebook, I'm just me. Um, and uh, that's pretty much the only social media I, I tend to use. Um, so, yeah, you'll find me in one of those two places. Cool. Brilliant, mate. Thank you very much. And I, uh, I'll put your links on the the description and everything like that. And uh, thank you, thank you so much for for taking your time. It's been fantastic talking to you and finding out more about how you've got into this crazy world. And it's it's something like you know me. I, I look at these things from afar, sometimes forgetting 
the, the people that have helped put it together. So it's fantastic just hearing your bit. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank and, you very much. Thank uh, all, you for having me. No, anytime, mate, anytime. And yeah, all the best for the future, whatever lies ahead. So, thank you very much. Speak to you again, mate. Cheers. Bye. Bye.